0: Ho 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 and welcome to another episode of Unlearn and Reframe with Morney. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not letting COVID ruin my Christmas cheer. We have decorations up, I'm watching Christmas movies, I'm drinking my eggnog, and I'm listening to Christmas songs at home while I'm wrapping my gifts. And obviously Christmas is going to look really different this year for people that do celebrate what with lockdowns happening all over the world and not being able to go celebrate with your family and friends and not doing, um, you know, your yearly tradition. Uh, usually my family, we go to church on Christmas Eve and then we come home Um, we open our presents at midnight, we wake up on Christmas morning with classic movies, and then we go to my aunt's house for Christmas lunch, and then straight to my grandma's for a dinner party. But this year, um, we're changing it up and me and my cousins are planning a virtual Christmas party. So, um, you know, we're going to have our alcohol and we're going to be on Zoom partying it up, but you know what, just suck it up for a year and then, uh, Next year, we'll be back in holiday action, right? Everyone has a different relationship when it comes to the holidays and family, meaning the importance level differs from person to person. So someone may have a toxic family where they're anxious to meet up with um, family that they haven't seen in a while, or someone may live in a different country and like yearn to see their parents and their family. Some people, um, it's just a happy season all around and they're super excited to finally meet up with everyone. Whatever it is, everyone deals with holidays and family in a certain way. So on this episode, I want to look at um, how you deal with toxic um, communication at holiday parties. So I'm talking about backhanded compliments, complaints, pestering questions and straight up nosy aunties and uncles. And I'm going to be giving tips on how to avoid them family have a way of really getting under your skin. So first, we're going to be looking at backhanded compliments. So what are those? A backhanded compliment is a comment that teeter-totters between an insult and a compliment. It's also known as a stealth insult. Brown aunties and uncles have mastered this, let me tell you. So here are some backhanded compliments that I've personally received or I've overheard at parties being said to my cousins or my family friends. Are you ready? Okay. Oh my god, your makeup looks great. You look so pretty, even though you're dark. Yeah, okay. Wow, you look really fit, but don't need too much for the holidays. You'll gain it all back. Ugh, thanks for your concern, but I love my chubby body next one i heard you got a promotion congrats if only you showed the same dedication to finding a man yeah like finding a husband is my main goal in life right and last one it's amazing that you decided to go back to work after the baby i could never let a stranger watch my baby when are women gonna stop guilt tripping other women for being working moms i don't understand it's fucking annoying so why? Why do people feel the need to hurl judgment and try to mask it as if they're looking out for you? It just ruins the person's night and makes them feel uncomfortable. Like I really don't understand if they get off on it or something. But it's definitely something that I've had to deal with all my life um, at parties considering that I'm dark-skinned and brown people seem to love light skin so much more and I've always been chubby so yeah i've had to deal with a fair share of backhanded compliments thrown at me through the years but the upside is that i've learned some tricks um to avoid these type of confrontations and experiences let me give you these tips if you know a certain person makes judgy comments you're probably thinking of a dear auntie or uncle right now. Yeah, them. Keep your interaction with them at a minimum. I know that's easier said than done because you do have to say hi, but that doesn't mean you have to stick around. My personal fave, though, is giving a snarky response back. Luckily for me, my timing when it comes to savage or sassy replies is impeccable thanks to my dad and genetics. Shout out to Appa. Um, so I always give the person in question a taste of their own medicine but don't get me wrong i do respect people and elders but if they res- if they respect me back but if they don't respect me and they have an attack then i don't give a fuck and i get hella sassy which is why aunties and uncles don't bother me anymore with those comments because they don't want to feel the burn Which brings us to the next category: complaints and pestering questions. This is so common in the South Asian community. Family members make it a fucking personal mission to complain about and criticize as many people as possible. Need some examples? Here are some that I've heard, both personal and ones that I've overheard being said to cousins and family friends. One: Why aren't you thinking about getting married yet? Your poor parents are waiting. 2. You need to lose weight. How else will you find a husband or a wife? The biggest fucking irony in the South Asian community is that they expect us not to date until after university, but we're expected to be married by 25. Then when the fuck do they expect us to meet potentials? Number 3. I heard you don't know how to cook. You better learn fast or who will marry you? 4. When can we expect a new baby in the family? this this especially pisses me off because what what if the couple doesn't want a baby or what if they can't have a baby people asking is making them feel like shit they already feel like shit and then coming to the holidays parties and people asking them when they're gonna have babies imagine how much that hurts next one you're getting so old why don't you just get an arranged marriage (sighs) Imagine hearing that from every single uncle and auntie and nothing works out for you no matter what effort you do. It only makes you feel defeated, unworthy, and undeserving. It's just so sad because I have people in my own family who have to hear that repeatedly and I can only imagine how much it gets under their nerves. It's just so frustrating and the older generation just doesn't want to understand it for some reason they keep asking over and over again and it's like just fucking let it go So why do certain family members make it a goal to ask all these questions? Let me tell you, it's because they're nosy as fuck and they need entertainment and they know that you won't ever say shit back to them. That's their power. They mask it as concern for you or looking out for your parents, but they really have no business asking you all these personal questions and every fucking time you have a party. No. So what are some tips? Before you go to the parties, have some answers ready for them. You know they never get tired of saying the same shit every year, so you know exactly what you have to prepare for. Or if they start asking personal questions and you feel sick and tired of them and you don't want to answer it, you don't have to. Just walk away. Choose not to let it affect you. Go hang out with people you actually enjoy being around. I mean, yeah, it's kind of rude to walk away mid-conversation, but you got to do what you got to do. You'll leave them feeling dumb as fuck and they'll think twice before asking you the same shit again. And lastly, if it works, especially for the marriage points, Ask them why their kid isn't married yet and tell them that they should probably just stick to worrying about their kids and not about others. So why are some family members so nosy? I think it's because South Asian families are usually so tightly knit and they believe that they have the right to everyone's business. That's just my conclusion. They enjoy gossiping, anything to distract themselves from their own dysfunctional family. And they only have good things to say about their own children while shit-talking other people's children. Um, they don't want to look inwards. They only pass judgment outwards, which is totally not fair. They want reassurance that other families have it worse off than them, if anything. And this toxic behavior... It won't stop unless you stand up and you decide to talk back or walk away. Our parents' generation probably won't change and we have to accept that. But our generation as parents, I hope, will become more mindful, respectful, and not so curious. So, mind your own goddamn business. A lot of people talk to me about the older generation, their parents or their aunts and uncles, and how they're not understanding or that they always have these intrusive questions. And what we have to understand is that they grew up with totally different ideals. They had a different culture growing up. So that's what they're basing it on. But then us here as children of immigrants, we have a sort of hybrid culture where we take tradition and ideals set by our parents But we have our own culture here, wherever we are in the world, right? And we need to kind of come to, um, you know, a balance between the two. But our parents don't have that. Yeah, our parents moved from wherever and they're trying to adapt, but... It's really hard for them, especially in their old age, I guess, to um, let go of what they've been taught all these years. And the only thing I can say to you, if you do have these concerns about nosy parents, nosy aunts and uncles who are always complaining, is that they probably won't change. And you need to accept that. But what you don't need to accept is the way they make you feel. You can let them know that they crossed a boundary and you don't like it. Or you can walk away, choose to ignore them, do whatever you want to keep your own happiness and well-being. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to give that up. You're looking to live your life, not on other people's terms, but on your own terms, right? So if you have an aunt or uncle or even a parent that won't stop these intrusive comments just take what they say and just look at it as, you know, something that you yourself can grow from and in the future don't do the same shit to your nieces, your nephews, your your own children if they won't change the only thing we really can do is use them as negative examples knowing that we don't want to turn out this way so what are some more tips on how to handle these backhanded compliments complaints and obtrusive questions the first one that i would say is to stick close to family members that you actually enjoy spending time with because most likely you'll be having too much fun to pay attention to negative comments and you won't let it get you down and another plus side your favorite peeps will always back you up and talk back for you i know when i'm around my cousins I will always talk back for them. I don't mind getting on aunts and uncles' bad side because um, I'm going to stand up for the people that I love. Number two. Point out that their son or daughter isn't a saint. It'll shut them right up. Sorry to all the cousins I have to throw under the bus to prove a point. I love y'all and it's nothing personal. Feel free to use me because God knows I'm a wild child in my family. So if you have to mention my name and be like, oh yeah, Marnisha drinks, she smokes, she does this, she does that. Do it, guys. Because if you need to prove a point, you need to prove a point and you'll shut the parents right up. If marriage is a constant question, Plan ahead and think of a good comeback. Personally, I've used three things to shut down negative comments about why I'm not married yet. They are as follows. Are you going to pay for my wedding? No? Then wait until I'm ready. Another one. Don't worry, I won't forget you when I'm sending invitations. And lastly, After your son, who is five years older than me, gets married, maybe I'll think about it. Those are just three that I can remember from the top of my head, but I've said quite a few to my aunts and uncles that they pretty much don't really ask me anymore. They usually just ask my parents. But um, yeah, it's always good to have answers and comebacks because if you don't want them to bother you, you gotta stand up. Now, I received a question from one of my followers and I felt like... I could include this in the podcast because I felt like I related to it and I feel like a lot of women will relate to this particular one, especially South Asian women. So um, I thought I'd just offer advice um, in this episode. So here it goes. My family can be really sexist in how they treat us girls differently than boys. For example, we need to prepare and serve food while the guys just sit there on their phones. What can I do? I've addressed this in my one of my previous podcast episodes, uh, Equality, and the only advice that I can really give you is just that if you want to see a change, you need to speak up. Call them out when you see sexist tendencies. Don't be afraid and let them know that there's a disparity going on between um, how they treat you girls and how they treat boys because it's not fair and unless you call them out you won't be able to change anything that's happening another thing you can do is start a discussion with your family You need to offer solid arguments, so don't just disagree. Have sound arguments that you could actually counter them with. Try not to raise your voice because the calmer you are and the more you try to have a mature conversation, the harder they're going to find it to argue with you. They can't get mad at you because you're being calm and collected and you have all your points ready, but them, they're going to find that it's really hard to um, attack you. Personally, I've had to fight a lot and I had to learn how to be patient. When I was um, younger, a few years ago, um, whenever anyone had a sexist comment in my family, I would go off. I would get so angry and let myself get so heated, you know? And um, I'm a very passionate person. I get very passionate when I'm talking about certain topics and um, sexism and feminism, that is definitely one of them. So when someone would say a sexist comment, I would literally just whip my head around and stare at them, collect my thoughts, and just go off. But I've learned that you can't get anywhere with that type of attitude. You need to take a more you need to take a step back and be more patient with people like that you can't assume that you have the ability to change these people you don't it's hard it's really hard with one person trying to change the world you need to know that you have the power to speak up but if they don't want to listen they don't want to listen and you just need to accept that and you can walk away it doesn't make you a bad feminist it doesn't make you a bad person you know what you want and you will get there eventually some people are just very tough and i've had to learn the hard way that i can't change everyone but why am i letting it bother me i tried i tried my best and if this person isn't going to try to be more open-minded then well Let them live their life. Whatever. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be happy and surround myself around people who genuinely care about me and want to listen to what I have to say about stuff that concern me. To the girl that asked me this, it's hard. I know it's hard and um, a lot of us have to deal with sexist comments from our parents and from our family. I totally feel you but just take it slow have a good conversation with them where you can lay down all your points and talk about how it's unfair that your brother or your male cousins don't have to do anything but you do and hopefully um you'll get somewhere. They'll find reason in your logic and hopefully you'll get somewhere. Thanks so much for the question. I'm going to try to insert questions into my podcast episodes uh, frequently. Um, So this brings us to our conclusion. The holiday season isn't always easy, especially when it comes to like family and relationships. There's always something and I get that. I know I gave a lot of sassy and savage tips in this, but I really do love my family, no matter how frustrating their questions can be sometimes. And I know they're coming from a good place, but I just can't help myself sometimes. I need to give them my two cents. Always have these sassy replies running through my head as soon as something comes out of their mouth, and uh, sometimes I just can't help it as patient as I'm trying to be. Remember to be respectful, but if they're being hella disrespectful to you, you're allowed to stand up for yourself. Give yourself that, okay? Sure, maybe back in the day, they weren't allowed to talk back to their elders, but times have changed and they need to understand that they can't be disrespectful and they can't be asking such intrusive questions that affect Our well-being. So in order for them to stop, we need to talk back. And that's honestly what I really believe in. If you believe that you don't want to talk back to your elders, that um, it's a matter of respecting them, then so be it. You do what you want to do. But I'm just giving you tips on how to stand up against all of that have fun, let loose, do what you want to do to celebrate. I know COVID Christmas is going to be different for anyone, but try to enjoy as much as you can. I know a lot of us, it's um, really hard to enjoy Christmas with everything that's going on and you're allowed to feel like that. If you're feeling low, if you're feeling really alone this Christmas, you're not alone. Reach out to people that you care about and try your best to have this time off for yourself and uh, work on yourself, okay? You don't have to deal with annoying family members and questions this year. Just stay at home don't let anyone get to you and sleep eat and enjoy this holiday have a merry christmas and happy holidays and happy new year to everyone i'll talk to you guys in 2021 i have exciting news for next week so stay tuned for that uh stay tuned for this weekend just after christmas exciting shit happening thank you guys for listening to this episode and putting up with me and my annoying sassy ass logic i love you guys thank you so much for all your support and again i'll be asking questions on my instagram account um and i'll be answering those questions with the truth bombs with morny thing that i talked about in my update episode so if you don't follow me already on instagram it's m0rni underscore morny underscore and um Yeah. See you guys in 2021. Love y'all. Have a happy new year. Bye guys. This is me signing off.